Hello again, I am Sam Vasquez, and this is Fall Risk. Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of Fall Risk, where we talk about anything and everything skydiving. I am your host, Sam Vasquez, and today we're talking with a pretty rad guy named... I just realized I don't know how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> Dustin Lerka. Lerka. Okay. You... I was gonna say Lurky? I was gonna say I was gonna say Lurky. Oh, that's but that's pretty good. I know that's not right. That's pretty good. Lerka. Yeah, Lerka. Lerka. Yep. Dustin Lerka. Yes. Very pretty guy. Say hi say hi, Ben. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. My my mistake. I should have asked that before we started recording. That's cool. Um so Dustin's relatively new to skydiving, but I want him to give us his story in his own words. So Dustin, my man, take it away. Uh, Tell us how you started skydiving. Uh, so I started skydiving. Um, my wife bought me a gift card for Christmas of uh, 2020. It's kind of something, I guess, like in the back of my head, I thought I would do um, probably my you know whole life or something. But um, I, a previous, like a few years before she got that for me, we had some friends who were, I, I'm assuming they were going to set us up at Skydive uh, Twin Cities, like a big group thing. And it kind of fell through. Um, and around that time, I remember looking up um, AFF and I was like really interested in the idea of just going first time, you know, by myself. I'm sure I'm not the first person. Uh, so that's what the gift card was for in 2020. Um, then obviously like COVID stuff happened. Looking back on it now, I probably wish I would have just, you know, gone because I think everything was more or less still live um, in the skydiving world. Um, but Mm -hmm. just kind of assumed, you know, probably wasn't an option at that point. Um, so yeah, uh, kind of got sick of all the COVID stuff, um, by 2021, um, and, and called up and, uh, you know, claimed that gift card started AFF. Um, originally it was probably just going to be like a one and done kind of thing. And, um, yeah, you know, I sort of got that, that jump out of the way and, um, you know, set the the next like gonna finish AFF and then we'll reevaluate at that point. Yeah. So that's sort of the real quick how I got into it, I suppose. Okay. Um. So, pardon. You probably just said this, but was it a tandem or AFF jump first? It was an AFF. Um, okay. But yeah, I do remember lo- like loading onto the plane. I was like, maybe I should have done the tandem. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any flight experience before you started? Uh, yeah. So, um. I couldn't tell you what year off the top of my head, but in like 20, uh, it's probably like 2017, I'm guessing. Um, my wife and I did do the the tunnel down in Arizona. Okay. I like, I can't remember what I told her we were going to be doing, but like, I, I, I like told her we are going to do something else. And then we just showed up at the tunnel, you know, so that was pretty fun. So I had, Surprise. I, I think it was probably like two minutes each for us or something. Mm-hmm. So two minutes of, but you know, actually that is sort of a lot of experience relative to someone having none, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's a nice way to get the sensation yeah. uh, of like floating out of the way, right? you know? Like, so you kind of understand a little bit or you're a little bit sensitive to what, what it is, yeah. what to expect on an actual, actual skydive. Um, I think a lot of people are taken away or taken aback by the sensation of like the wind hitting them straight up their nostrils. Right. right. Like, like that it's not, yeah. People think there's going to be that empty feeling or that, you know, like space void. And it's just like, yeah. no, you're getting blasted by air. That's, that's super cool. Like that's a, that's a cool way to to get into it your wife just was like go do it yeah. give it a shot <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah 
Well, and, nice. and so I actually, I guess, sort of the, the funny thing about that is actually shortly before she got that gift card, I don't remember what I was watching or whatever, but I remember seeing skydiving and uh, and being like, you know what? I'm I've convinced myself enough that I could do this and, I you know, I wouldn't be so terrified. And so like maybe I don't need to do it. You know, maybe <laughs> I'm just fine, you know, and, and I just never will skydive. And then a couple months mm-hmm. later you know, the gift card. So pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what kept you hooked on it? Like, why did you come back and do it again after that first one? So actually sort of the inverse of, of my expectation, you know, that I was like, Oh, you know what? It doesn't scare me. Um, having actually done that first jump, I was like, you know, as I said, maybe I should have done the tandem when I'm actually getting on the plane. Mm-hmm. So actually like, you know, uh, like I'll admit, like there was a little bit of terror in it mm-hmm. and I, I didn't like, having like you know that fear of something yeah so um so yeah so i like kind of set that goal like i said of like okay regardless of anything else i'm gonna finish aff um yeah so that i guess that just not not wanting to be afraid of the thing so yeah personal goals yeah yeah um so how many jumps do you currently have like where are you sitting right now i'm at 144 oh Um, how's it feel having 100 skydives now um, it feels pretty good somewhere around like 30. I think I started actually like enjoying, you know, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear. Previous that there's like, there's parts of jumps you, or at least for me, it was parts yeah. of jumps that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then around 30, it was like, yeah, let's go. You stop being terrified after that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like constantly terrified. Sometimes you're still terrified. I'm sure, but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly right not not totally terrified yeah that's funny and i mean in a couple of couple of skydives here you're gonna have like i'm gonna steal a joke from carrie mccauley um he always loves doing this uh he once they once you hit like 200 he's like so how does it feel having hundreds of skydives it's it's right around the corner right you're gonna you're gonna make that right away next season it's gonna be great yeah 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 yeah, I don't huh. think I'll get them in this in the winter, but like I'll yeah. try to I'll try to be close. Halfway through next season, probably. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, or maybe maybe early. We'll see. I got a I have a trailer now, so like. Oh, yeah. you guys are gonna. Oh, that'll be so nice. So I mean, I I know we didn't we said we weren't gonna talk too much about oh, sure. you know family family stuff right now, but um, you, your wife is out at the drop zone a lot with mm-hmm. your baby girl. Yeah. You, is it okay that I say that? Like. Yep. Yep. Okay, yeah. so that'll be really nice to, for them to have a space, you know, yeah. to go to and support uh, support you while you're jumping. Totally. And so I actually, um, when I got the text from from Brandon, so Brandon and I are splitting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was on the plane, you know, at six thousand feet or wh- wherever around <laughs> service ends, I guess. And you know, he's like, "Hey, do you want to split a trailer?" And it was like, um, "Got to talk to the wife," but um, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. Just knowing like how much she wants that space for the baby yeah yeah yeah. it'll be nice that'll be a super cool uh super cool setup so you so you guys can have it be a whole family affair yeah for sure it's cool to have somewhere Uh, we haven't so the the flip side of it too is like brandon and i haven't discussed at all like you're talking about brandon burn yes okay uh uh, we haven't discussed at all like any kind of rules or anything i think (laughs) is not going to be any problem (laughs) but it is funny to like like mm-hmm. yeah hey okay we're splitting a trailer cool we have a trailer now you know yeah. no discussion ground rules you got to set ground rules you're having a right. baby in there yeah I, th- I think it'll be fine i'm sure it'll be fine so fingers yeah. fingers crossed fingers, yeah. 
we're gonna have roommate drama. I'm, I'm sure, sure it's gonna, gonna be fine. Problem. I'm sure yeah. it's gonna be fine. Brandon's a great, great guy. Great guy. Be fine. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. Funny. I'm. If he listens to this, he's gonna text me and be like, "What the fuck does that mean, Sam?" <laughs> <laughs> he knows exactly what it means. <laughs> We love Brandon. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, dialing it back or like coming coming back around a little bit. Uh, do you remember what your first jump was like verbatim, or is it like just little bits and pieces? Uh, yeah. So I I have not. I only ever had so much memory of it. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of jumps, um, you have the jump and someone's like, oh yeah, this happened. It's like I don't remember any of that. But like twenty <laughs> minutes later, you know, like it comes back to you, or maybe even a day. Mm-hmm. Um, basically I, that, that first jump for whatever reason, I kind of remember it as I remember it and I've never gotten any more information in my head. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you tell me what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so, um, so actually you taught my AFF course as I'm sure you remember. I and, don't, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sorry. I was actually thinking about this earlier today and I'm like, I'm going to be talking to him. And if he says it, I'm not going to remember at all. Like the, to, to be fair, I've taught like yeah. hundreds of them. So right. it's to been be a fair. real long time. I mean, there's, there's a few that stick out, you know, yeah. but like right, for right, the most right. part, not me. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, well, you, so new information to you. Did you I do well? Like did I do good? I don't uh, know if I did good. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> you did well. It's, it's hard. That's a hard thing, right? Like yeah. so many hours, you're supposed to get all of this information in. Um, the only thing I would have kind of like, I don't know if I would even say criticize is like, I got under that canopy and I was like, I mean, I know what toggles do and how they work, but mm-hmm. there was not a lot of discussion about like th- that stuff. But then, but now having the experience, I kind of also think of it as like, you know, we could have sat there and talked a bunch about canopy flight, but it's pretty intuitive. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like maybe that would put other more important things like, you know, to the side. So, but it was kind of funny just having that moment of like, all right, well, I mean, I do know how to fly it, but I don't remember specifically talking about it. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much information in AFF and like, you try, I mean, from, from an instructor standpoint, this is all super good information, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and a majority of what we're talking about today is, um, your feedback on like the whole process of being a brand new AFF instructor, not an AFF instructor, the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole experience of being a relatively new skydiver you have right before you get all jaded and burned out <laughs> skydiving years from now, I want to yeah. hear about, you know, your relatively fresh uh, mm-hmm. perspective on, on starting skydiving. And so hearing that kind of feedback, like that's going to help me be a better instructor later down the line for somebody else, you know? So it's all fair game. Like it's all fair game. Right. right. And our job as instructors is to, is to be better, you know, moving forward after we hear information like this, that being said, like from our perspective, we're trying to, I mean, you know, now, you know, at the time you probably didn't know, but now, you know, is, right. is what is the most pertinent information that I need to tell my students? Yeah. Um, how do I not overwhelm them with too much information? There are things that certain people pick up uh, and cement in their brain better than other details. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we probably went over it, but we probably went over like a really quick version of it at the yeah. very, very beginning. You know, and then maybe 
threw a couple of callbacks in there throughout the rest of the uh, throughout the rest of the um, the course. Yeah. But maybe just for you in particular, I didn't spend enough time on the on those specific details. And and that's like, I don't know. From from my perspective, it's a little bit of like give and take. You know. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It makes you a lot try of sense. you try and give a similar experience to everybody and and emphasize the certain areas you think people need. You know, I, mm. I don't know. It's it's all super good information. And that's the whole point of like having you on, you know, right. getting to know you and cool. having you on this podcast, but also hearing your perspective. Right. right you have right, a, right. you have a very different perspective than someone who's been doing it for 15, 15 years or 10 right. years. And they're jaded as fuck and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, forgot what it was like being a student. Right so, right so that's the, that's the whole point. Sorry. Um, so I guess the point of, um, of, of bringing that up was, yeah, you, you taught the class and then, um, as I think is far too common, you know, it's kind of a weathered out situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone jumped that day, but, um, maybe I, I know I took off, um, cause I'd already had in the back of my head, like the idea that, like I said, I, like that, that was sort of the point I think when I, you know, we're suited up and I was like, eh, maybe I should have done a tandem. So I kind of took that opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm I, like, I know how, um, how quickly, like I, I picked it up in the tunnel in those like two minutes I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that we have a tunnel around here now. So like, I'm just going to go, you know, get a few minutes in there just mm-hmm. because those, those, um, jumps are so expensive when you're paying for, you know, basically like two instructors. And if you fail one, it's like, you know, the same or less than like 10 minutes in the tunnel yeah, uh, or more, I should say. Um, so yeah, so so uh, I, I did like that same weekend. I went and did like my 10 minutes. And then I think I came back two more times um, mm-hmm. and was not able to jump. And then probably like my third time, um, you know, and it's like happened so fast, suited up. I know I I know Connor was my primary when I actually kind of recallly when I went. I think uh, C2 was the, the secondary or I don't know what the terminology um, is. Um, yeah, secondary is fine. Um, okay. we, we typically call it main side and reserve side. OK, yeah, yep. yeah. Like, I remember thinking that the plane ride itself reminded me of, like, when I was smaller and, like, uh, had gone to, you know, some of those, like, souped-up haunted houses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that are, like, actually, like, pretty scary. So yeah. it's, like, these smells and it's, like, all of a sudden it's cold and, like, very mm-hmm. visceral. And um, so, yeah, so definitely, like, my vision kind of, like, closed down. That paint that paints a picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, and then like I'm sure there was probably some hopping pots or something. So that door comes open and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. like and it's just like what is happening? The world is coming apart at it seems, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but but I'd already like made the decision in my mind. It's like okay, yeah. you know, if I die in a plane crash, that's you know, <laughs> this is already happening, you know. <laughs> so it's not you know it's not gonna help. Yeah. So the decision was already made. So. And I had ran it through my head a bunch of times, the whole like, you know, are you ready kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so uh, yeah, just kind of got in the door, um, you know, did the look in and stuff, went. Um, and it like, it was so, it was definitely so fast. And that was something that, you know, I think you and other people had, had said was going to be the case, basically. Um, I do remember like my vision being kind of like a, I say like a toilet paper roll kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, just sort of like looking at my altimeter. I had this weird thing in my head where like I'm used to the face of a clock only yeah. going clockwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my brain just with all that stuff was not really it wasn't really registering like losing yeah. altitude. 
Yeah. So like I, I would look and I would be like, okay, the arm is near a number and that means yeah. something to me, but yep. I, yeah, but it wasn't really making a lot of sense. And then I think I'm pretty sure Connor gave me like a pull signal, like a little early uh-huh. and it, I think it kind of freaked me out. Yeah. But really, nothing happened. Like I, I double waved off and yeah. and, and pulled, so everything right. was fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then I like you know, uh, oh, under canopy it was sort of significant because I did have um, the pilot shoot over the nose. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I was like, do I cut this away? Um, even though like I mean it was totally fine and and flareable, mm-hmm. and I just followed you know what you told me like just be real aggressive with your checks. Um, mm-hmm. Because if it's, you know, if you're able to pull on it super hard and whatever, you're probably fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's your decision if you want to cut it away or not. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I just, I flew it in. Almost stood it up. Didn't stand it up. But... <laughs> like on your butt or on your face? Yeah, just butt. Like, okay. yeah. I've never, I've never had, I've never really had a bad landing. So That's good. Fortunately Knock on wood. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Knock on thank wood. you. <laughs> there were a couple of really interesting things you said about that, about that jump. Like the... The analog um, altimeter, right? So to clarify, you talked about how you're so used to seeing clocks moving clockwise, right? Right. Um, Analog, for anyone that doesn't know, if you're you're a skydiver, you should absolutely know this. Um, Analog uh, altimeters go counterclockwise as they count down, right? I never really thought about how that would be confusing or like didn't compute, you know, for people in free fall. That's actually a really good point to bring up. Um, that might be something I start integrating into my FJC when I'm talking about like, this is what the altimeter does. It's going to like, if it, you know, it looks like a clock, but it's going to go the opposite direction. Like, <laughs> you know, like that actually might be a good thing to kind of, kind of point out. It was interesting. Cause I mean, there's other things I've seen in life that I, you know, shouldn't have like had that, you know, like a pressure gauge or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like there's other things that fill and go down just like an altimeter. Yeah. But I, th- I think there was something about it being on the wrist, you know, like where mm-hmm. you would look for a watch. Yeah, um, no, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Are you still working on an analog um, altimeter these days or do you have a digital now? No. So I, I actually like somewhere around, um, you know, when I was on my solo status, like I did like a couple solo jumps where I basically just watched that thing, you know, mm-hmm. just like get it in my head how it worked. But uh, but I'm on a digital um, okay. uh, FDS uh, DigiAlti, like okay. with the lights. Yeah. Um, which is, it's cool. I, I don't know if the lights are like do a lot for me. Um, <laughs> To the point where I thought it would. I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah, but I got to the numbers, which is interesting because then some people were like, takes a while to get used to that. And I was like, I'm in a whole new world where I know my altitude all the time now. I love yeah. this. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I personally, like, I am also of the persuasion that the analog altimeter can sometimes be really hard to, to uh, um, to read, you know, mm-hmm. on a really quick glance, you know. Um, yeah. I like my digital a lot better i've had mm. i've had several um altimeters break on me over the years i've had a couple of analog ones break and i've had some digital ones break and in all honesty the customer service behind the digital ones is like so much nicer so much better like yeah i, I haven't had to deal with any of that yet there's i've had a couple times where i thought like <laughs> i thought it like counted up for like a, you know 500 <laughs> feet or something but like i don't know you know like there's it's not, a real thing I, is it okay yep. so it's probably happening but unless i catch it like on camera or yep. whatever like yeah yeah 
So it's happened to me before on tandems, like on really hot days. I'll uh-huh. do like a really quick 360 or something, and it'll go, it'll tick up a couple of notches. So it'll go from uh, like seven one to se- or it'll not seven one. You're not under your canopy at right. <laughs> ten and seven, <laughs> but um, it'll go from like two five to two six or two seven. You know, okay. if you catch the right thermal or something, and you're still right. working on a relatively large canopy, right? I'm on a one ninety, so I okay. think that's like a one. Two two or something like that. I think we talked about this too, and this is actually kind of a funny story. I was thinking about this the other day when you <laughs> asked me when this last summer when you asked me about downsizing, and I totally right. misunderstood. Well, it, was, it wasn't asking. even. I guess it was downsizing. Yeah, it was. I had bought a rig, and I was like, I was trying to decide if I needed to rent for a while or not. Yeah, and so at that yeah. point, it was a it was a um, two ten. Yeah. yeah, and I was I was like, it's a one one four, and you were hearing like. Uh, 1.4 <laughs> yeah I exactly doing. exactly you were hearing 1.4 yeah so we talked for like 30 minutes yeah and you're like i don't know and actually <laughs> I, i'm kind of i take it as a compliment that you weren't like you know like no dustin you, you know like you were very like really think about it yeah. you know like if if you really have to you know yeah I was um, trying really hard to be nice <laughs> and like not not just do what I used to do 10 years ago where I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what I said, yeah. but you know, I was trying really hard to be nice and like well, talk you, you through what was happening. And then right. it clicked and you said you said something and it clicked. And I was like, I oh, said, shit. yeah. I just wasted <laughs> all your time. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's like 1.14. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, get out of here. You're fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Do, you, yeah. do what you want. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier today, and I was like, I wonder if that's going to come up, and here I am bringing it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that is like <laughs> – I, I it's totally understandable the confusion yeah. on that. It was one. late. It was in the dark. I didn't. Yep. Yeah, we'd been jumping. It was yeah. Just... It was the end of a day exactly. Yep. Yeah. My that bad. Was the day I got my A. No, that's cool. So you remember your first jump pretty clearly, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember. So my wife was out there, and I remember she said, uh, "Like, I, I think Connor had walked by or something." She overheard them, and I was like, I was real, uh, you know, whatever, jazzed by it. But she's like, "Yeah, your instructor walked by and." He told the other instructor, like, well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, I guess it, I, so another, the, the really like, um, not great experiences with, with starting, you know, and I don't know how, how much this happens in other zones or whatever is like a lot of times out there, you get, you meet your instructor, you do your jump, you come down and you meet a completely different person mm-hmm. and, and you talk about it, which eventually becomes normal, but um but yeah so it was like oh cool he's gonna tell me how good i did or whatever and then i probably you know didn't see him for days <laughs> <laughs> what's your current rig setup like you talked a little bit about your canopy it's a it's a wings um w19 or whatever so okay uh, i think it was like a it's probably like 2015 um and i got that used little oversized on me mm-hmm. i did put um i put 24 inch risers on it um i, I just I, I like for some reason I want to have it at a point where it'll stall if I if I can without doing wraps for some reason that seems like a good place okay. um, which I cannot which this is fine though it gets close mm-hmm. I get some buffets and stuff so I put those a little bit longer risers I mean I'm I'm a taller guy and longer yeah. arms and stuff yep um so yeah uh but yeah it's a little bit a little bit big you probably also remember like I put a a belly band on it just to try to mm-hmm. get like a little bit better of a fit. Yep. Um, Get it to but, stay on your back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the rig. 
Cool. That's awesome. Uh, for for some reason, while you were talking about 24s, I was like trying to picture the 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 length in my head, and like you were saying, oh yeah, I wanted a little bit extra. And I was like, oh, of course, 24s are super long. Like God damn, like you're on 19s. <laughs> of course, 24s are super long. Like oh man, it's how yeah. the winter, dude. The winter does weird uh, things to us uh, when we're not jumping. Jeez. Right. For sure. Well, so actually, so actually, I looked that up today. Like I had to look up my order because the mm-hmm. number I wanted to say was 16. So no. I was way farther <laughs> off. <laughs> I do remember, I, yeah. The look on my face would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I had this conversation, yeah, was with Max with someone else before, too, and he's like, it's not 16. <laughs> You're right. It's it's not 16. It's yeah, it's definitely yeah. 24. Well, because then I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, but you have, like, super long monkey arms. You're huge, You're huge, dude. Like, right. <laughs> like, how could it possibly, like, no, 24 is the right, the right number there. Yeah, yeah. And yes. it was actually a little bit silly because I think it came with, like, either 20s or 22s. I, mm-hmm. I, I measured it wrong, and I thought they were, like, 18s or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this will be a huge difference, and it ended up being, you know, only a couple inches. But, like, it is noticeable, and it's not, you know, mm-hmm. they wear out and stuff, so it's not it's not terrible to have um, another set here. Sounds like a good decision. I like it. Thank you. Um, um, what do you do outside of skydiving for work or for hobbies? What's your life like away from the drop zone? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm I'm Mr. Mr. Mom. So um, we kind of already mentioned we have a, a newborn uh, baby. So I'm generally in charge of that. Um, but really, the question is like kind of. I like focus hard on hobbies. I tend to, and then maybe I'll circle back or whatever else. Um, Mm -hmm. So right now uh, I, and I I listen to one of your other podcasts, so I'm not not the only one, but I am also (laughs) working on getting my uh, private pilot's license. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you listen to Bert's episode. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Only only part of it, I think. So, but but yeah. Um, So yeah, so I'm working on that. And it actually, I was sort of led to that. Well, it's partially skydiving. It's partially a, another conversation I had long ago. Um, mm-hmm. But tell me about it. I want to know. <laughs> well, like just long ago, it, there was an uncle um, uh, who, who were kind of discussing like where we would be in this in the you know in the country, like if we would be like far out or like in the cities. Um, and he was suggesting like you know go far out. You, you know it's like you can get stuff cheaper etc and then mm-hmm. you know to get back to family you could just get your license and fly yeah. back and forth and i thought that was so crazy and like you know unattainable etc um but it was kind of, it kind of stuck in the back of my head uh-huh. um and then a few things happened one of them was that uh we took a trip up to alaska to to get our our dog who you've met uh-huh. um and uh and when we were there we like really liked it so we're thinking we'll probably retire there and um like aviation is is a big deal unless you're yeah. gonna live like in you know the couple really big cities etc you almost need a a plane <laughs> so 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 it's like okay well that's getting a little more serious um and then yeah when when i did the the started skydiving i guess um you know i i look into i look into like worst case scenarios a lot so maybe maybe this will jog your memory on the aff class or not but um, cause you kept calling me like the YouTube boy or something <laughs> <laughs> because I've probably watched like every, you know, like horror scenario, YouTube video, um, possible. So yeah, That's so, awesome. right. <laughs> so, so I'm up on like all of the negative statistics or, you yeah. know, pretty, pretty good. And, oh my God. Know. I just had like this clear vision of you like leaning in. <laughs> See, exactly. I do remember. I do remember. 
nice nice brought it back i believe you i believe you <laughs> so so like you know so i'm familiar with the concept of like a, a lot of accidents and fatalities really like having to do with um controlled flight into terrain so like okay. you know good parachute and so i like started looking into you know how do i be a good canopy pilot and then like really quickly i realized that there's this bridge where like parachuting in a lot of ways is kind of like the little brother of of piloting um so or you know or it is piloting in its own way um so i was like oh well you know maybe i'm actually interested in in flying and it was already like the end of the season so um i kind of got into to the piloting at that point um in the winter of last year and but you know i got sick and stuff so i kind of tabled it and then when the weather got nice i went hard into skydiving this last year okay so but the weather's bad again so now i'm now i've 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 flown probably eight hours or something in the past like three weeks. So I'm hitting it pretty hard. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great, that is a great reason to, to want to get into, into piloting. Not, not saying that like it's better than any other thing. Right. Other reason, right. But from someone who doesn't fly, like seems like a pretty practical. Yeah. We'll, you know. we'll see where it leads. I was, um, I was hassling Andy, the pilot, um, this year. Yeah. And I was like, you've never jumped. And he's like, no, you know, why would I, and he's like, you've <laughs> never flown a plane. And at that time I was like, yes, I have. I have three hours. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious compared to, I'm, I don't know what he has for hours, but I'm sure it's insignificant. Yeah. Mine is insignificant to his. Comparison. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, like th there's like other stuff I've, you know, been into um falling in and out of it's been a while but um i like jujitsu like that that's fun um yeah but nice yeah. that's awesome i like that awesome what is like so far you know so far just in your um experience at the drop zone what's your favorite kind of jump so far so i i i'm i'm pretty equal opportunity to be honest um I, <laughs> <laughs> like that that may change you know i don't i don't know um but you know, if I had to pick something, I would probably say like the speed stars have been fun. Um, yeah. and a, you know, a big reason is probably that, you know, you can, you can get people with somewhat different levels of skill and you just, you know, if you're better, you go later, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, those have been fun. Cause they're kind of like family jumps, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, that, I, I think that that's what I would say right now, you know? Yeah. No pressure, right? Like, there's no pressure on those guys. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, you, you, or maybe. I, I mean, maybe. Okay. Like, you can put it on yourself. Like, nobody likes sinking out or whatever. You know, that's the that's the saddest thing. I always tell people that. Like, don't <laughs> sink out. If you sink out, you'll be sad. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a couple times people have been like, I saw, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was sad. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's Do you think it's that they're sinking out, or do you think that they just don't? understand or or have the right sight picture when it comes to slowing down yeah i mean 100 percent. that's like almost always the problem right is they they don't stop slowing down soon enough um mm -hmm. and then a lot of people around my skill level like myself somewhat included although i've been working on it recently like we don't have a good strong like you know way to come back up like de-arching mm -hmm. is not like you know it's even less natural than anything else pretty much um go to the tunnel yeah exactly so so yeah go to the you tunnel. turn sideways you put your head down kind of thing but um but yeah but i mean you gotta learn it sometime and yeah yeah there will there will be no better place for you to to practice maxing out all your body right your, your entire range than at the yeah. tunnel and like you're talking about belly flying so it's you could do this in like 
20, 30 minutes, you could figure this out. Like max at the draw or at the tunnel, um, go to the tunnel, go to the tunnel. The first time I sunk out on a speed star though, like I, I just didn't connect the knowledge. Right. Cause they have the mm-hmm. tunnel like turned down so much when you start, at least now yeah. it was way, it was really different. The first time I went for like the two minutes with my wife, um, years mm-hmm. ago, it was just kind of like, all right, you know, just fall in or whatever. And it seemed like it was already yep. running. Um, but yeah, but now they start you so low and you have to like really work to the you know, yep. arch almost at the beginning. Um, but I just mm-hmm. hadn't, you know, connected that in, in the sky in those whatever few seconds. Uh, what's your favorite thing about skydiving so far? Ooh. Um, okay. Um, so this one's like a little, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a pretty critical person in general. So, um, mm-hmm. so if I'm going to, what? No, <laughs> good, no. Good, you understand. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of goes both ways, but, um, and maybe this is going to bleed with some of the, you know, some other questions and stuff too, but I really liked originally the concept of like, you know, we're, we're there, like, especially with AFF, like we're there, we're going to do our best, we're instructors, etc. but like. You need to know from the get-go, like, you are the one jumping out of this plane, and you need to be responsible for all of that. So I, I really mm-hmm. like that aspect, especially now, like, you know, where we are in society, etc. It's very, it's very, there's very few and far between the things that, like, you know, are on you. Um, and, and that mm-hmm. there's, you know, you're not, you're not being babysat, you know, all the, you know, and, and you're responsible for the decisions and, you know, things mm-hmm. where it's like, if you want to do that, then, you know, you can do it like, you know, that sort of thing. So originally that was like my feeling. It was really, I don't know, attractive for some reason um, with skydiving. Ultimately, like you're the one, you know, the thing we say right about like, you know, good job. You saved your own life kind of thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that feeling. So I, I don't know. I, I like if it's not very concise, but um, whatever that is, is kind of the thing I like most about it. So I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's on, it's all on you, I guess. Um, I think I understand what you're saying. Like, it's very much a, it's you either perform yeah. or you don't. Yeah. Like real consequences. Like you are doing this thing. Okay. Yeah, like, all right. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think I was a little confused with the first uh, version, mm-hmm. like the first explanation of what you said, but now it makes more sense. Like it's very much a, it's an all or nothing it's you either do it or you don't you know you either succeed at this skydive and then the next and then the next and the next or you don't and it's yeah okay i understand that generally pretty hard for you know blame to be put on someone else you know ultimately okay um so yeah i don't know that's that's just what goes around up you know up there i guess okay yeah but you know people are like oh you know like how much do you like it or whatever and i remember especially those first you know within 20 jumps or really more like probably around the AFF. And it's like, I don't, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, like, yeah, it's kind of fun when you're on the ground, et cetera or whatever. But it's like, I am doing this because I decided I was going to do it. Not because like, there's something that like feels great necessarily, which, Uh you know, I'm sure different people have different, but, but yeah, like different strokes for different folks. I I get it. So now, you know, now it's enjoyable, but. I mean, for a lot of people too, I think it's very much about goal accomplish or goal setting. Right. You know, it's very much about I'm going to face my exactly. fears. I'm going to do something that like makes me uncomfortable to say that I did it, and say that I accomplished something, and then along the way somewhere they fall in love with right. it. Right? Um, it sounds like you're kind of of that persuasion a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's maybe it's a little different than what I'm talking about, but it's like 
this thing that freaked you out that you wanted to try. Right. You know, you're like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to nail it. And then somewhere along the line, you were like, okay, this isn't so bad. I like this a lot. I'm going to keep right. doing yeah, it. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fair. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Now, to counter that question, that initial question of what your favorite thing is, what's your least favorite thing about skydiving? Ooh. This is going to be interesting to hear your answer because you are so – it's going to be very different, I think, in comparison to some of the other folks who are jaded as fuck and have been doing this for, <laughs> for ages. I keep saying that, but, like, I'm curious to hear – your perspective on like what is not so awesome about skydiving or about the community or, or yeah whatever, so right? okay um yeah like i said I, I am i am really critical but you know i, I also try to you know be fair um as well you know because like mm-hmm. i'm not going out there for no reason um you know yeah yeah so i mean like other than obviously like the packing which you know of course sucks and everyone you know would pretty much say <laughs> that um there there are a couple of things without maybe getting into them too much um you know where it's like uh, a coach would 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 I don't know if I'd say catch me is really the term, but there'd be something I would do that they didn't like, um, mm-hmm. and you know there'd be a discussion and maybe be like okay whatever or you know don't do that anymore etc. Um, and and to be honest, like none of them so far have been anything that I I think I was in the wrong about. Um, and it's just frustrating when you when you're trying to learn. You know, sometimes it's really even hard to like to to get um, you know input on some stuff, and then you have something figured out. And again, I, I, I still think these things I do have figured out and you know in control of. And then someone who like doesn't know you, you know, hasn't hasn't been involved in your training, um, comes and mm-hmm. says like, "Hey, you can't do that." because your numbers or whatever and it's like yeah. ugh, it's it's very frustrating mm-hmm. um so i do not like that <laughs> i guess uh so that kind of like i guess probably that sort of inconsistency is what frustrates me and um and like i said it kind of goes hand in hand with the other thing right because like the thing i like is that like responsibility mm-hmm. that's on you um so yeah but like it's different things to different yeah. people um you know, I, I know that. And, you know, it's not like it's not like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty obvious you stick with it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually, you know, people are going to trust yeah. you to, to do your own thing. I mean, I think at the end of the day, most people are just trying to look out for each other, you know. Right. Yeah. It's not coming from a bad place. Generally. I think certain people are at different points in their skydiving careers. I know that when I was to bring it back to a, something we talked about a little earlier, um, when I first started skydiving or when I first got my ratings, it was very much about rules, 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 right? Like I, I saw something happening that was like rule breaking and I was like, Nope, don't do that. Right. Um, <laughs> rule breaking. You know, I've been in it for a little bit longer. Like it's, you got to pick your battles to some extent. Cracking down on every little thing isn't necessarily going to, win you any favors in terms of like educating people or telling them what they're <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing but it's it's very much about picking your battles and making sure you're encouraging people to ask questions you know before they just decide sure. to go do things it's it's right, um right it's definitely frustrating when one person will say, yeah, that's a great idea. Go give it a shot. And somebody else will say like, no, nah, it's a terrible fucking idea. Why would you do that? Right? Like it's super, inca- it's yeah. super frustrating. Right. I totally get that. Right. Educate yourself. Just, you know, like ask all the questions, ask everybody and their mother what right, they see, right. what they think, you know, and then make an educated guess at, off of, off of all that. And um, I guess a little bit is that sort of 
I, I don't know. It's, you know, for me, I'm not trying to avoid any mm-hmm. rules or, or anything like that, but it does kind of worry me a little bit that I guess that atmosphere kind of lends itself to people, you know, maybe being incentivized to, to, uh, to avoid oh, yeah. that. Um, those interactions. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, nobody likes, nobody yeah. likes to hear like you're fucking up, right? Like nobody likes to hear that. Um, <laughs> so I can definitely understand why people would you know, avoid right, having those right. conversations because they're they're not going to like what they right. hear in some some instances. Yeah. Totally understand that. Yeah. All yeah. right. No, you're not All wrong. right. Cool. Um. So moving on just a little bit here. Moving on. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been a student in skydiving. <laughs> it's uh, been a long time. Uh. uh. Not to say that I don't keep learning new things because I do. You know, right. and I'm always a student. Yep. I'm it's always important. a student in some some aspect, but it's been a while mm-hmm. since I've been brand new to all this. Um, things have changed a lot in skydiving since then. And if you're up for it, I'd like to pick your brain and have you be kind of honest or not kind of honest. I'd, ha- I'd like to have you be super honest about what it's like being new to jumping in this day and age. Is that OK? Right, right, right. Yeah, right, of course. Cool. So what was AFF like for you? Like, what was it like for you as a whole? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we kind of discussed um, some of this already, but I think, I think like discombobulated is a good <laughs> okay. word. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was general, generally enjoyable. Like, I, you know, I kind of mentioned like the jumps themselves um, weren't really something that I would use the word like enjoyed, mm-hmm. but that's, that's not. To me, that's not like really the experience. I guess someone could make the argument that that maybe has something to do with like AFF experience as well, but I don't think it would. Um, but yeah, like a, a lot of that just constantly, like you said, like meeting new people for the first time on different sides of the mm-hmm. jump. It's and it's not even that it's necessarily bad, but you just typically don't do things like that, um, especially with you know experiences that you're paying hundreds of dollars, like for the amount um that that's costing you you know people are probably more uh acclimated to like you know more of like a, a white glove kind of treatment or mm-hmm. whatever which is kind of fun in skydiving that you yeah. don't yeah and it's i mean it's interesting especially the first jump because like I, I don't know like especially or at least in my mind i should say like you know I, I, don't, I don't know for some reason you have this feeling like when you land it's supposed to be like you won the lottery mm-hmm. or something and like people are gonna be like yeah good job or whatever it's more like Hey, I'm this other person you've never met. Like, come put the parachute over here or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, let's talk. Um, so th- that was a little bit of a shock. Like with with that. Um, again, it's fine, and I and I I like appreciate it more on this side of it. Um, but yeah, that so that was that was a little like uh, not expected, I guess. But um, and and then some other stuff where it's just there's not like a, a super clear path. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was generally. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot a lot of different feelings yeah. about, about was it. Was it generally um, pretty easy or was it difficult, you know, to kind of get through it? Yeah. Uh for me, I like I didn't I didn't, you know, fail any jumps or, or really have any issues like mm-hmm. that. I, I do you know, I, I think I'm I'm athletic and sort of just maybe would naturally be better at some of that stuff. But I think it had a lot more to do with choosing well, to having already done a couple of minutes in the tunnel previous um and to doing like those 10 minutes before i really got started i think that gave me like a head start that that really kind of it was you know I, I think i used the word like insurance against you know like failing okay um yeah so i think it was 
uh yeah i guess i guess i don't know if i would use maybe the word easy mm-hmm. i don't know like it didn't it didn't seem difficult it was pretty consistent yeah do i think like maybe it could have merged a couple of the jumps like sure but you need those jumps anyways mm-hmm. and you're just jumping with one other person it's, it wasn't terrible i wasn't really interested in like flying through yeah. it or you know saving 70 dollars necessarily okay. all right when you were first jumping, when you were through going through this process, so like from, you know, just like for AFF, right? What were the most important things on your mind, like during that time? Like, I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> for all yeah, of I'm just yeah, curious. yeah. Like, um, for um, AFF, like, let's just stick to AFF. Like, what were the most important things going on in your brain at that point in time? Uh, yeah. Well, again, I was saying, you know, like, I don't want to be like, you know, aggrandizing this stuff, but like, honestly, th- there was a lot of like, just like the mortality stuff okay. for for me specifically because i didn't yeah i remember i didn't start and some people like almost i don't know if made fun of me <laughs> is right but some people were like you just found out your wife's pregnant and now you want to start skydiving it's <laughs> <laughs> like well yeah but you know but again i looked into those numbers and like i understand you know nothing nothing is completely safe um in in life and you know so you you do it it's it's relatively safe it's as safe as you want to make it, really, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, wild things could happen. But, you know, I'm on the second floor of my house right now. And, you know, a wild thing could happen as I go down yeah. the stairs as well. You know, and, and we're not talking about too different of likelihoods, mm-hmm. really, to be honest. Um, So, but, but yeah, but still, like, especially those first early jumps, like probably more of the AFF jumps, um. Yeah, it was a lot of like, oh, what happens if, you know, this goes really bad or something else. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess mortality is really like kind of what I was thinking about for those first first few. Moving, I mean, moving past that, like when it started to get to be a little bit more comfortable, what was suddenly the new thing that was on your brain? Yeah, I'd, um, so like I guess I started just uh, – I, I think at that point I'd already sort of been, you know, from setting the goal to get AFF done, I kind of set that goal to get my A license. Um, so – to some degree it was kind of just like just getting the jumps yeah. in i guess um yeah so I, I i think i was more in like mission mindset yeah. at that point um i was just thinking about jumping yeah totally fair um what do you think you excelled at did not write anything down Sorry. <laughs> you, <laughs> you wrote it down like they were test answers i love that <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, a little bit i like put some stuff in there uh, <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Um, I, so like, as far as I excel, um, uh, you know, like I sound like a, a jerk or whatever, but like, I, honestly, I, I think I was pretty good at like base, basically all okay. of it. Like, to be honest, like, or at least better than what I would think is the yeah. average, um, again, athletic guy, like, and, and maybe not even, cause I had put a lot of time into researching things beforehand and, and stuff that I think probably would have put okay. me ahead, um, from other people. So I think it, it. Like, it would have been really disappointing if I wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, like a lot of people don't put tunnel time in. I I think I I think I had a good head yeah. start for. So the more we talk about it, the more details that are coming back to me. Um, Can uh-huh. I can I tell you what I think you excelled at? Sure. Yeah. yeah, please. I think that you asked a lot of questions like up front. You tried really hard to educate yourself about details before they happened. I think you went yeah. out of your way. I, I remember on more than one occasion where I was doing something completely unrelated. 
to, to, to <laughs> like maybe I was sitting outside, maybe I was inside, maybe I was running to go get my next tandem rig, or maybe I was running to like go get the next student ready or something. And you'd pull me aside and you'd be like, Hey Sam, can I ask you a question? Like, yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> like, what was the question? <laughs> um, so like you went out of your way in a lot of respects to ask questions and like get information mm-hmm. before, um, doing the next jump or, or performing like the next behavior or whatever, whatever talking to it like it's a dog yeah. sorry i mean i'm in like i'm dog. in dog training yeah, no, I'm, mode right i'm calling I'm everything behaviors yeah yeah, yeah i'm tracking um, yeah. but but i think that's where you excelled a lot um and it's probably a lot to do with your personality you know you're a little bit more extroverted oh. you know than a lot of the jumpers uh, interesting. interesting i mean from my perspective it was very much an Maybe, extroverted, yeah. you know like personality yeah or at least or at least like the behavior yeah. like I, I would actually say i'm probably not but yeah it's interesting but, but when I'm out there, I'm kind of in that yeah. mode. So I, I would say. I Information would gleaning, right? Like there's a lot of people yeah. who don't feel comfortable asking those questions and being so direct about it. You know, there's a lot of people out right. there who are like waiting for things to happen to them rather than, you know, going out to seek out the information. So I think that's where you excelled a lot. And that's that might be just a personality trait. That might just be something that you're habitually doing, like like in all areas of right. your life. But that was a super good um that that definitely made you stand out. And you talked about how you were like, I was, I called you YouTube, <laughs> like, and I did, and yeah, I did, yeah, I definitely yeah. did. Um, yeah. Like, that's just another version of like trying to figure out all the information, you know? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. For certain people, it can be a detriment. For certain people, it can be a, a positive, and like it can it can only add to your skill set. Um, what how it will? I mean, this is just me spitballing, but over time, I think what it's going to do is that tendency to ask a lot of questions. You're going to hone it a lot in, in mm-hmm. like pertaining to skydiving specifically. And you're going to ask more pointed questions versus just like a bunch of generic ones. Cause if I remember right, right, when you first started, like you would ask questions that didn't really pertain to whatever it was we were talking about, you know, like you would suddenly, so Maybe, like they were, yeah, or, or real yeah, like they of. were, you yeah. were like, I hear you on this, but what about this? You know, like what, what about this? Or like things that we would get to later, you know, you'd ask questions way, way ahead of time. Um, so I think like over time, what's probably going to happen to you is you're going to be able to hone, like the more experience you get, the more um, you broaden the scope of like what it is you're doing. You're going to be able to start picking questions that are more pointed and more specific um, and we'll get all the information you need in, in one shot, you know, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 More, yeah. More brevity. Just the, the way that I'm working when I'm going through something like that, it's just, if anything occurs to me that was like not covered or something, mm-hmm. like I'm going to ask that yeah. question yep. for sure. Or I might, I might like, you might, you might just say something like, Hey, this is what happens here. And if I don't, if I don't find that there was like enough of a mm-hmm. basis of why I'm going to yeah. ask that question. And it's, too. and it's a unique, um, a unique uh, trait to have that early on in the game because I don't want to keep blo- blowing smoke up your ass, but eventually, but eventually, but it's, it's a, it comes down to, you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know what questions to ask, you know, when right. you first start. Yeah. But if, and that's why I ask them all for different people, it can be a, cr- or it can be a really um, inhibiting thing or inhibiting uh, trait. But for some people like you, it can be a very, very, uh, very much a thing like that props you up and props up your, your skill set. So yeah. like from my perspective, that's what I think is like what you excelled at to begin with. Um, right. On the opposite end of that, where do you think you fell short? 
what do you think you could have done better to begin with? Yeah, well, let's see. I, um, okay, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had I had trouble with like landing directions, kind okay. of. Um, and so it still doesn't sound too bad for me because you know almost most times I landed right, but like there's still like the thing in your brain where like it opens up and it's like, okay, I was just born here. This is the beginning of my existence. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what words are, yep. you know? And for some reason you just can't remember, uh, which, and then that pro- progresses to the, like, you know, just the like two option thing. We normally land regardless of crosswind yep. North or South. Right. And we know that, but it's just, it's easy because it's like not north not south like which which one am i supposed to definitely not do um and especially when you're new you're getting out of the plane pretty early um so a lot of times if you know especially if you don't have great um awareness of the other canopies and stuff you can't cheat in the same way that you used to when you're a student and there's a bunch of canopies for you to see um so yeah so it really it only burned me once um where i had a i had a downwinder and i realized that like in my base so i kind of went off and, and landed off by myself um <laughs> but it didn't feel great mm-hmm. <laughs> like it still stood it up um yeah so so it wasn't great at that i i had some issues too with like some landings where like I remember there was one day where I just kept hitting like kind of hard still standing up but being like this you know this ankle is can only take so many of these mm-hmm. um so i i really had to like kind of refocus on that um so yeah and I, I think that was that was part of me you know prior like just assuming like okay if i have a canopy i'm more or less safe or whatever kind of thing and and sort of led to me again being like i gotta work on the canopy skill like actually yeah. finishing the jump um yeah not just whatever what happens until yeah. i pull it okay yeah again What's the hardest right. thing about being on the drop zone as a new skydiver, in your opinion? Ooh. Um, once you you have your goals for the the AFF, you have your goals for getting your getting your A. Um, after that, like, um, I don't think this was too hard of a problem for me, but but I think it, I've seen it be a harder problem for other people, mm-hmm. especially. Um, but like making like the first few connections with like people that like you know that yep. you can kind of consistent and like and maybe to a larger extent, just sort of like even, even start to learn like the hierarchy and not so much of like the, the egos and stuff, but just more of like, you know, who, who would want to jump, who's a good idea to jump with, who Mm -hmm. wants to jump with me, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, but like, once you make those first few connections, it seems like, again, like, you know, new and you kind of only have that experience once or whatever. Um, but I mean, it seems like it's pretty organic from there. Like, you know, this person yeah. knows this person you know, hey let's hey you should come jump with us that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but you know especially some of the the newer jumpers and you know obviously like try to to reach out at least like learn someone's name if not jump with them um i, I feel like i've seen a couple people who are just like like they're very um un, unsure and you know yeah. have a hard time um getting on a, a jump with mm-hmm. with other people yeah so, that's that's yeah. super fair that's yeah. super fair. Um, that being said, what do you think we could do as instructors to motivate people to be asking those questions? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't I don't really know. Like, this is one of those things where it it's kind of the learning process, and maybe there's ways to make it better. I don't know, but 
I think it's kind of fair sometimes for it, like I said, to be messy. Yep. Um, but what what can be done? Um, and that that's also sort of a tough question because I I try to give you guys a lot of leeway. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't think any of you guys are like becoming millionaires, you know? By, <laughs> by, We're not by being TIs and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I totally give you guys tons of leeway to not be, you know. I'm sure some people tip out or whatever for things like that, um, but. You know, I mean, you you're there. You're trying to make money, and you know, you're you're you got other things you're doing too. Um, so I, I definitely don't like put it on on TIs specifically, especially or instructors or whatever else. Um, yeah, I, I guess I don't I, I don't have an answer for that really. Like okay. what you guys can do, I I don't know if I don't know if I would really say it's your problem. Um, but it kind of is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, like maybe some of that's more on people like me, to be honest, you know, like um, other fun jumpers that that should really like maybe take a, a second to like, you know, try, try to take somebody under their wing for a second. I, I don't know, because maybe that's a better place to start. Um, I know like Manifest around the time I started, you know, Lauren would be like, you don't want to jump alone, jump with this person or whatever. Um and I know that the zone is trying to do um, load or, load load organizers. Um, okay. You know, for things like that. Um, I, what do you, what do you think? Can I turn it around? Like, is there sure. something? I mean, and I could yeah. tell you maybe you can bounce it. I could be like, well, this is, you know, yeah. how I would think that would go. I mean, so things have changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. In my 15 years, the culture at our drop zone has changed a lot. Um, for whatever reason, I can only speculate, right? But uh. It's changed, it's changed quite a bit. Like, there used to be a lot of downtime at the drop zone with, like, weather days and, and uh, um, you know, after hours shenanigans. We used, to, we used to have a lot more people out at the bonfire, like the big bonfire. We used to have a lot of discussion after hours because people were always mm-hmm. around. They were always hanging around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that was where a lot of learning happened, too, as well. Um, yep. It's changed quite a lot in recent years. And so we're not having those after hours conversations mm-hmm. as much. We're not having like those after hours interactions right? as much anymore or on weather days. You know, no one sticks around on, on bad weather days. So we're having we're missing a little bit of opportunity there to like make those allow people to make those connections, you know, whether it's with instructors or other fun jumpers right. or building the community. Like it doesn't really matter who it is. But for whatever right. reason, like we're no longer really staying on the drop zone you know, if the weather isn't good. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a little bit of an opportunity missed there. Yeah. For shyer or uh, more withdrawn or introverts, you know, to, to make those types of connections. So in my personal opinion, it's hard for me to be available 24 seven in the way that I used to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's just hard for me. Um, My goal is to just talk to people when I see them, right? Like there's mm-hmm. there's a couple of people that I can think of right now where I know I go out of my way to say hello, you mm-hmm. know, and initiate that conversation because I know they need it. Um, there's there's a couple of girls on the drop zone that I that I know I go out of my way for mm-hmm. to make sure like I'm making not making myself available, but making myself approachable. If right. that makes sense, right? right? Like I'm saying, hi, how are you? Like it's good to see you, you know, like. Hey, you know, if I, if I haven't seen them in a few days, I'll, I'll make sure to, to, to point like basically to just address them and acknowledge them. Right. Like I see right. you, I'm not ignoring <laughs> you. I see you. Right. You're, hey you, you're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, Hey, I see you. Right. So yeah. 
I feel, in my personal opinion, I feel like there more of that has to happen. Right. You know, at least from instructors. Um, I don't really have a, a foot in the game in terms of fun jumpers. Like, I don't really know what, how that really works because I'm always there as an employee. Right. Um, from my perspective as, as instructors, like, the way that we can keep people, you know, more engaged and, like, asking questions yeah. and, and, that, and whatnot is to just acknowledge people when mm-hmm. we see them, mm-hmm. you know? Well, um, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, well, I, I I don't know if we've had this conversation, but I I kind of feel like to some degree, um, like we we all are sort of employees a little bit, like you know, in, <laughs> at in a this, certain point, at a yeah, certain point, in the right? sense that like it behooved me, you know, when the when the person who did their tandem walks by, you know, we're packing yeah. and they're like, woo, and it's like, yeah, you know, come back or whatever, like you know, keep the plane flying, you know, like, um. You know, or, you know, or like, come, come learn how to do AFF. Like it, it, it benefits me. There's reasons for us yeah. fun jumpers to encourage that. Um, and especially when it doesn't, you know, cost me, I'm just, I'm closing up my rig, you know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt me to, to be like, yeah, super brave of you, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of what I mean. You know, like what I, you know to to be more like positive about it um out of character uh like i don't see you know instructors like just wasting their time or anything yeah um so like yeah so that's why i mean like it's kind of one of those things where i don't know if it's really anyone's fault um you know there's benefits if we can fix it kind of thing but like Mm -hmm. i don't see anybody like cold shouldering people for the most i mean you know like sometimes where there's like like some people can be like not as approachable but regardless they're on their way to do something or they're busy Mm -hmm. with something they're not just standing around yep um you know and yeah and working on not talking to people for sure yeah so yeah i don't know it's it's hard there's I don't yeah. have a good clean answer for sure. On no. That. And I, I mean, it's mostly just to pick your brain. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you might have a different answer in a year, you know, right. or in a two years and you'd be like, ah, I do have an answer for that. You know, right. um, curiosity, you know, like kind yeah. of a mass masochistic, like, like yeah, curiosity, there. like, tell me what's wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have to keep jumping there. <laughs> so. No, that's fair. That's fair. You're absolutely right. But, you know, and then like, <laughs> to some degree too like that yeah that issue whether it's anyone's fault etc like you know maybe it is more of like management to at least have an idea of what they how they think it's like it could be improved like you definitely have your finger on something that's relevant Mm -hmm. um yeah it's there's always room for improvement right like there's always always room for it it's just a it's a curious thing you know right um how do we how do we how do we motivate people to talk to us more often because i feel like a lot of problems and issues can be solved with just having a conversation ahead of time right Right. so or curious thing yeah i mean i i think actually what's underutilized is the facebook page okay um you know i I don't know i I think people could be like we have the student group and Mm -hmm. and we have the experience group and like i don't really see a lot of questions and i probably could be putting stuff on there too yeah um, so if maybe if somebody got that ball rolling, people, yeah. people would do it more. I'm not sure. So funny, funny. You say it like years ago, it used to be exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And in recent years, it's just kind of fallen off, you know, for whatever reason, mm, like it, yeah. just, it just has. Um, so like the resources are there, mm-hmm. but not the, the culture is kind of degraded yeah. a little bit. It's just, well, it's not even degraded. It's just changed. Sure. And, yeah. And, um, it's not what I'm used to, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not what I used, you know, 
certainly not what uh, was was um, given to me when I was a first student. So it's it's um, it's a curious thing. It's just something I've observed and something I'd like to hear. Um, I want to make myself better. I want to be yeah. a better. I always want to be a better teacher. I always want to be a better instructor. So it's I want to hear from people who have a a direct. Maybe it would maybe it would behoove me to ask you this question in a year or two from now and see sure. what you have to say. You know, right? See yeah. if it changes. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. interesting. Okay, cool. Um, if you have one piece of advice for other students, what would it be? So I, I, I like, I like, um, I kind of had this like, I don't know, demeanor or whatever, where I, I always had something that I was gonna work on when I would do a solo jump. So I would just, mm-hmm. and and maybe this doesn't apply to everyone, because I, again, I, I hit it pretty hard, especially yeah. this year coming out. Um, so like, I would have something that I was going to work on um for a solo jump and then like i think it worked pretty well to either you know be a packing area etc whatever but then you know try to get on the group jump um but it but it don't just like do a solo on your belly and have no idea like what you want to work on you know so so it's kind of nice like i would have to point where it's like oh it almost be like well i kind of really wanted to work on this solo thing like i wanted to work on just like making sure I understood which direction the plane was going, you know, that, you know, just maybe even something as simple as that. Um, but yeah. And then like, as long as it's safe jump, obviously, like maybe don't get on everything, but you know, something that, you know, is, is around where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I guess that would probably be, um, my advice, I guess, if that is advice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I also have to, like, I feel really self-conscious about like trying to give advice to new mm-hmm. people. Cause I'm new um so i always try to like qualify it too is like but i'm new so like maybe ask someone who has an idea you know that's fair that's um, fair but by the same token like new people probably have more time and they're probably more willing to share stuff mm-hmm. but kind of what you were saying about the all the questions i ask mm-hmm. you know maybe use those new people to maybe like get a broad um stroke on the terrain or something and then yeah and then help you ask somebody who's knowledgeable Oh, you know, or more reputable. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great, um, a great thing to kind of keep in mind too, as well. That's, that's something that I kind of live by, mm. um, in terms of, I'm going to give you all the information I know. And if I don't know, I'll direct you to the person who does know, <laughs> like, sure. or the, or I'll direct you to the person who I know will make time for you. Right. Um, and who has more knowledge than I do. Yeah. Um, I am the last person to be spouting off a bunch of pe- bunch of shit I have no no idea about, you know. So, um, and I don't want to mislead. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't know the answer to this question, but that person does. So go right. ask that person, or I'll just grab. I'll from across the packing floor. I'll be like, "Hey, you, <laughs> like, what's the answer to this question?" Cool. Mm-hmm. There's the answer to this question. <laughs> like, right. You know. So, um, cool. All right. Um, why do you keep skydiving? Ooh, uh, um, I, I mean, I, I like it now. Um, <laughs> it's become uh, enjoyable now. Yeah, it has become enjoyable. <laughs> I do in, enjoy the jumps now. Um, yeah, there's just it. It's such a wild, like, um, you know, th- there's so much there for for me to like go through at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, you know, not that I'm like experienced enough to be picking a discipline etc but you know there's there's lots there's different disciplines there's different like jump uh drop zones to go to you know like i haven't done a boogie um like there's all kinds of things to do so um 
I guess I guess that like just just trying to like sample more of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That that's probably you know wh- yeah what's motivating me right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Getting the jumps in. That kind of push uh, pushes me to my next question, and it might be the same answer. Like, what are your current goals? Yeah. Uh, like as as kind of like a sort of a minor goal. I think it would be fun. So I've been like I use the word threatening my wife um, that she has <laughs> to do like at least like a tandem. <laughs> okay <laughs> like she has no interest in going it's like well you're gonna like at some point you need to, to do it. like you don't yeah. have to do aff but you're gonna have to do like a tandem um, i want you to feel what i feel right <laughs> yeah, yeah sort of sort yeah. of sort of and then um uh bill um out at the drop zone he was talking to her uh towards the end of this year and he was saying oh what you should do is you should do a tandem and you should have dustin jump with you guys uh-huh and so like like it seems so unattainable like last year when I started mm-hmm. or even the beginning of this year, but you know, and I don't know how, how much longer, et cetera, but it's like, maybe that's kind of like a, a, a goal off in the distance a little bit. Um, something like that. I don't know. I've heard different things about like how much that has to do with the drop zone, how much it has to do with the instructor um, mm-hmm. that you're going with, et cetera. Um, you know, how much it obviously has to do with me yeah. as well. Um, but like, you know, originally I was kind of like, well, maybe in the distant future I can be a TI and I'll make you go mm-hmm. with me. But like, this seems like it could happen a lot sooner yeah. and maybe more fun, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. They call it, they call it lurking a tandem. Okay. Lurking. That's what it's called. Lurking a tandem. Um, or that's at least what it used to be called. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Way it back in the, yeah. Lurking a tandem. Um, you're lurking in the background, right? Right. Right. Uh, the general rule, the general general guideline is that you have to have 500 jumps to jump with a tandem. Ooh, right? That's a lot. Okay. Yep. Um, that's not something to rush to either. It's just yeah. like, yeah, like. That's a super sweet goal to have, though. Oh, thank I like you. that a lot. Right. I like that a lot. That's uh, right. it's very heartwarming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some people are all like, no, me, me, me. I want to compete. I want to be the right. best. I want to be this. Right. And like, you're right. just like, I just want to jump with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. That's yeah, great. Exactly. I like that. I cool. like that. Yeah. I think so. Um, sweet man. It yeah. has been awesome talking to you. Thank it has you. been it's been fun, super insightful, and very interesting. Huh. To be super, yeah, real. yeah, I appreciate it. But no, this has been a really great talk. I think. Um, I mean, the reason I had you on here and the reason I reached out to you first. Um, well, not even first. Like you messaged me when the podcast yeah. went live, and you were like, "This I'm is pumped. awesome." It is super awesome. This is such a good fit for you. Yeah, you were like, "This is a cool idea." It was, it was, it made me all excited that like, ah, ha, ha, right. Getting all those, all those messages Good, like it's that. Real. Um, but super real. Like uh, there have been a lot of people that have reached out and I've been like, you're on my list. <laughs> like, nice. Just so yeah. you know, the hype is real. This is a cool yeah. thing that you're doing. You're, you're on my list. And, and the reason I wanted you in particular is because I knew you'd be the type of person to just talk and yeah. like, not, um, not let your, you know, uneasiness get in the way of being like straightforward about it Mm -hmm. um so so that was that was really why i wanted like you in particular there's a handful of other people that are at your similar level that i also want to talk to that are of different persuasions um but at least to begin with i knew like you would be one of those people like just that would just talk and just say what they wanted to say and like say what they meant and like not because it's really a learning experience right like talking to folks like you guys like Mm -hmm. You know, I could talk to the all the superstars. I could talk to like the best of the best people. I could try and get those and people you will. on this podcast. Yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Yeah. <laughs> but but like really like how do we learn? How do we make ourselves better? It's it's talking to everybody and their mother about it, talking to the rookies, talking to the new uh students, talking you know, it's it's mm-hmm. very much about like casting a really wide net and trying to get as many different types of people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um 
So like, I appreciate it. And I know it's not easy. Like even for, even for someone, I still think you're an extrovert. I don't know where you think you're, I don't know why you think you're an introvert. There's so so many feels going on under here. (laughs) I think you're very much an extrovert. I was an emo kid, you know, Ah. like. (laughs) I never would have guessed. I never would have (laughs) guessed ever. Uh, I worked hard on it. On this illusion that you're falling for. I'm still a fucking emo kid. I'm nice. sure it's obvious. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's shirt says dead inside. Dead says dead inside right now. <laughs> Everybody and their mother loves this shirt, though. You don't know how many compliments I've gotten on this shirt. Today, well, I, was out, right now. I was out and about and people, somebody, uh, somebody at Hobby Lobby of all places, right? <laughs> Hobby Lobby of all places. Cashier I'm was like. Kid hanging out at Hobby Lobby. Right? Okay, well, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was there for some, some crafting stuff and they're sure. super affordable. So. Uh, dude at, at Hobby Lobby was like, he rang, rang the whole thing up and we were done. And he's like, I like your fucking shirt. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you're at Hobby Lobby right now. You don't have that kind of language. Yeah, so <laughs> Come like on, buddy. Uh, but anyway, so I thank you. Cause I know this isn't easy. You make it pretty easy. Come on. Oh, that's good. I yeah. know it's, I know there's a lot of nerves going into something like this. Sure, yeah, um, like I know it's, the anticipation is super weird and like it, you just you worry about not saying the right thing or like, right, yeah. you know, coming off arrogant or whatever, like um, or uneducated or, or, or whatever the like is. But mm. uh, but like I appreciate you maybe stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit and having this chat with me and like being super real um, with some of these questions. Um, it's very I'm very thankful for it. I appreciate oh, it. Well, I appreciate it. I'm honored. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm <laughs> I'm sure you're going to, you know, like you will be able to invoke that from people. I think you're going to, I hope so. I think you're going to have a blast and you're going to do great. And it's going to be awesome. I'm super pumped. Yeah. Like for sure. When I found out you were doing it, I don't know. Like it like made my day. It was like, Oh, Oh. this is, this is awesome. (laughs) That's cool. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you being on this podcast. You've had a ton of really good information. We've kind of already talked about this, kind of already done this, but um, if you ever want to come back on again, Maybe in a couple, maybe in like a year or at the end of next season Sweet. and see how some of these answers have changed a little bit. That'd be really yeah. cool. That might be a really cool thing to do is part one, part two. For sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm super excited to, to, to see it grow and just to have like cool content to listen to. And of course, yeah, I'd absolutely be happy to come back if if that's interesting enough. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Uh, that being said. That's all we got for you tonight on this episode of Fall Risk. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Safe jumps and blue skies.